Hi, and welcome to Screens and Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Brooke. I'm Diana. And this is episode 108. Today, we're going to be talking about The Walking Dead, season 10, episode 21, Diverged, and our recommendations on Minari, also The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But before we dive in, Diana, how are you today? Hello, Brookie. Hi. (laughs) It's wonderful to see you today. You too. Such a bright ray of sunshine. Oh, thank you. How could I ever live without? (laughs) I know. I get so excited to see you. It's so wonderful. Yes. I love it. So you've had a busy day. I have. I've it's it's a Friday for us here. And I was able to take the day off and do some things that needed to be done. And the day just flew by. It was like crazy. It's like, what? It's already five. So um, yeah, had a really nice day, actually. Wow, you go, girl. What about you? Well, I've been working and managing my household. So I've been really busy, too, and excited to see you and uh, enjoy the rest of my day. I'm I'm so happy that I get to be with you right now. Oh, thank you. And I love Fridays. I do, too. I love them. Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, I love Fridays so much that I could never live without a Friday. Okay. And I swear there are certain things in life that we are just so attached to, like we saw with Daryl and Carol. And Daryl is so attached to his Swiss Army knife. I mean, he's had that thing uh, forever, I'm sure, right? I mean, one of those things that you get in like the Boy Scouts, right? <laughs> and so that yeah. piece of material that he's had, um, you know, we saw him without it at some point in this last episode, Diverged. I want to know, have you ever lost something like a tool or a device that you couldn't ever live without? Well, first of all, yes, I could not live without Fridays. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I just love them. I love them because I don't have to wake up early the next day. And if I do, it's for something fun. (laughs) Yes. Not that I don't appreciate my job. Okay, I do. I really do. But there's, there's just something about Fridays. You don't have to prep anything for the next day. It's just there for you. And I can just stay up super late, watch my shows, just really enjoy that day. And so I just love Fridays. But have I ever lost anything? Um, Well, this may sound really silly, but I had this little masher that I would use to mash up avocados and make guacamole. (laughs) And Mm. this little masher my mom gave to me. And so it has a special meaning to me. And it's uh, this little wooden masher. And you know, it was the shape of a um, bowling pin. That's the shape. For the life of me, we had Mexican food. I used it. The next day, it's always sitting because it's wooden. So we wouldn't put it in the dishwasher. We'd hand wash it. It wasn't sitting where it normally sits. And we're like, where is it? Where is it? 
you know, I asked my family and, you know, they're like, oh, well, that's weird. It's always here. Where is it? They said the same thing. We went searching through the garbage. Okay. We went searching outside in the garbage. We have not found it. It's been like six months. I don't know where it is. I have been looking high and low to find another one. It does not exist. I don't know where my mom got it. I'm just heartbroken. And I cannot Aww. I cannot mash my avocados with anything as well as I did with that. And so I am really missing that tool and device. And I feel like I can't live without it. You need to draw a picture of it and share that with us so we could see what it looks like. And maybe somebody out there can engineer a new one for you. Yeah. Looks like a bowling pin. <laughs> it's about that's it? Three inches high. Looks like a bowling pin. Well, that's the shape. So. Okay. I searched Somebody for out it. there listening, our friends out there, and we know that you're also talented. Okay. And it, uh, and if you're, if you don't have the carpentry schools, why not learn today? Diana <laughs> needs a new little bowling pin, uh, guacamole masher, avocado masher. So if you're listening out there and you know how much we love you and you love us, Mother's Day is around the corner. We just had Easter, you know, just saying. You're killing me. I love it. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. You're on a mission to help me find yeah. my masher. You know, I, I got a piece of wood back in the, at home. I have a, a, a nice piece of wood. I'm going to see if that's going to be something we could do for you, Diana. Okay, Brooke, thank you. <laughs> what about you? Have you ever lost something, a tool or a device that you couldn't live without? Oh, well, come on now. When you put it in those terms, device, I mean, geez. I'm blushing. Oh, God. Remember, okay. it's Friday, people. It's Friday. Yes, TGIF. <laughs> I live for Fridays. Okay. So, <sighs> seriously, we've got some serious devices, you know, that we cannot live without. And this device is something that I need every single day. Every day. <laughs> I need a coffee maker, people. <laughs> I need my coffee. No matter what type of coffee maker it is, I need a coffee maker. Some way, somehow. So whether it's, you know, you just boil water, I'll need some way to boil water. If I need a Mr. Coffee, I need a Mr. Coffee. I just need coffee every day. Oh, such a good answer. I love it. <laughs> so true. That's me, too. I can't live without my coffee maker. Right. Yes. So, yeah. Instant is just not doing it. Yeah. If I were on a deserted island, I will go and I will search high and low for a cocoa bean plant. Like, give me the <laughs> give me the coffee. Give me the coffee. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Listeners out there, friends out there, let us know what you think. Have you ever lost something, a tool, a device that you just couldn't live without? Let us know. You can leave us a comment on Twitter at in underscore screens. You can follow us on our Screens in Focus Facebook page, Instagram, and subscribe to our website. The links are in our show notes. Brooke, The Walking Dead. Let me know what your overall thoughts are on episode 21, 
diverged. Well, you know, I was, man, I'm, I'm actually like really excited that Carol is getting all this screen time. I'm like, um, you know, I've always, well, especially recently, I've been so concerned for her and with everything, how she's been impacted, you know, her past and, and her, uh, thoughts on, you remember when she was like tallying all her kills and she was going over, um, the death toll on her part. That was, she was impacted emotionally by that. Then Ezekiel came into her life and Henry, they became parents and the, you know, this super happy family. When all that was taken away, you know, I feared for her again and her well being. And, um, so to see her and Daryl, because he's been a supportive person in her life in the last season that we watched when we saw Carol kind of going through this downward spiral, if you will. Yeah. And uh, so his him being supportive. Uh, but now I feel like maybe he would like to see her take more accountability for her actions as well. You know, I mean, it's also, right. it's good and it's healthy for them to be at this place in their relationship and their friendship. And so I'm um, intrigued by their uh, relationship right now and the way that they're communicating because it's so honest and open now. It's no longer a mystery where Daryl is just groaning all around, all over the place, you know, and he's actually got feedback. <laughs> so him stimulating his thoughts and opening up to her and her finding out a bit more about him, uh, I guess for the past five years where he was, uh, he had met Leah and dog and just, you know, us finding out about that. I love how they're able to um, be more open in their thoughts with each other to support so to support one another. So I was very grateful for this episode. Wow. Very well said, Brooke. Oh. That was so insightful and so true. Yes. Thank you. What were your overall thoughts? I thought this episode was very reflective of what happens in relationships and in friendships, needing that space or distance to to gain that clarity and get your head together. So it was really good to see Carol and Daryl go through these regular mundane frustrations mm. while reflecting on their relationship and working through their emotions. So I, I just really felt like how you said it was very honest and real. Uh, so I think it was really good to see this, right? Because you, yes, they're very supportive of each other. But if we always see it where that's all that they all always are, then how accurate of a picture is that about a relationship or a friendship? Because everything has... It's ebbs and flows. Yeah. Um, and it's sometimes it's good to be called out by our friends, you know, so that we know how we're impacting ourselves and other people around us. I mean, you know, if you don't yeah. know, maybe somebody should tell you. Yeah. Open it up a bit. And, yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. I just, 
yeah, I really loved this episode. Um, honestly, one of my favorite parts of this episode was uh, at the fork in the road. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. my one of my favorite scenes in this episode. There was so many roles and uh, role plays that they did in this uh, episode that I just loved. But that that fork in the road, you go, you know, which way are we going to go? Which way will dog go? And the fact that he could still peek through the trees to see yeah, her walking away and him just going on his journey and then him realizing that he doesn't have uh, what he needs. Uh, and then he's just like stuck out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. You know, I, I wonder what it would feel like to be at crossroads and then to actually uh, wind up at a crossroad with the person that, you know, you're just always tongue and teeth with, right? So it was very sentimental to me to see them split like that. Right. Uh-huh. And then at the end when they come back together and it's kind of like they split again because yeah. he passed through the gate and she passed through her garage. So I'm like, I really just hope that they, that they figure this out. And I think they're working towards that. What else did you notice? Yeah. I, I was thinking the same thing that they're in a hard spot and each one is waiting for the other, uh, you know, to bring each other back. And that fork in the road, of course, was so symbolic. And um, I wonder, too, how they're going to come back together. And it was funny how Daryl remarked when Dog went the other way, you know, he was like, great, thanks. Yeah. (laughs) So, but I think Dog knew where he had to go, right? Yeah. I, I, just, I feel like dogs, animals can sense certain things. So I think, okay, he's like, all right, I need to go with Carol. You know, I do. Yeah. Like, just like when he was with Leah, who was his master, he went with Daryl because Daryl needed him. And now with Daryl and Carol, Carol needs him. Yes. So I feel like Dog is such an important um, being right now. So I think he's helping her. Oh my gosh. I want to just snuggle with him. <laughs> I know he's so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also love the significance of the knife. Uh, Daryl gives it to Carol to use, and she ends up keeping it and uses it throughout her efforts to fix things because she's feeling... Uh, She's needing something to do. She needs to fix things, do something. So she makes a soup with it by opening the cans. She fixes the solar panels with it. And, you know, here Daryl has lost it. He can't fix his bike. He gets into predicaments where he could have used it. And both of them face challenges and through it, they realize how much they rely on each other and how they make a better team than being solo. 
That's cool. I'm glad you said that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when she um went back and she's she snuck up on um Jerry and how Jerry was just so surprised by her. You know, he was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> I just love how he was tiptoeing around her. And you know, unfortunately, uh what was it? There's people in Michonne's house. Uh the solar panels are broken. Uh, she's like, okay, I have, you know, so there was just so many obstacles to, to prepare Jerry the soup, which was a job for her to do because she couldn't, um, she wanted, like you said, she wanted to keep busy and I just loved how she wanted to make Jerry his, his, his some soup and for yeah. everybody else. And when she goes into that soup kitchen or in the kitchen or the pantry, she's, you know, I loved how she was cutting the, I think it were, I'm not sure what she was cutting. Uh, onions or look like some sort of onions. No, it was or so, was it something else? Yeah, just like using it. Oh, the, mushrooms. It was mushrooms. mushrooms. Yeah. I just loved watching her prepare a, that dish in the kitchen. I loved watching her navigate. Um, And I loved... At the end, when she destroyed the wall, mm-hmm. how Jerry came back and gave her his words of wisdom, which he learned also from Ezekiel. And he didn't have all the right, he didn't have all the answers, but you know what? Like she was snuggling with dog the night before. And then just to have that big, hug from Jerry. I'm sure that's all you need sometimes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And he totally had her back. And that also just reminded me that he has a relationship with her because she lived at the kingdom. And so, you know, she was so close to Jerry for a while there. And I, yeah, it was nice to see Jerry in that comfort level of comfort yeah that was nice yeah i was um i was feeling kind of bad for carol um although she has made decisions that have put others at harm's way i think the fact that she's beating herself up reflects her true nature uh it doesn't come easy and it is not easy for her to do the things that she does, but she feels like she's protecting her family and her friends and her group. And there were those times that she talks to dog about leaving and that maybe it's better for everybody else, for others. And I just, again, love that dog was there to comfort her uh, because I think that's what she needed. He's such a good boy. He's He's such a good boy. I know. But yeah, I was feeling bad for her because I felt like she was, I don't know, almost drifting, you know, almost on that verge of running again. I know that scared me. I'm like, oh, there she goes. And then I didn't realize that they were at Alexander. Like, I didn't realize her home. Like, I didn't recognize it, I guess. I didn't, I thought, I didn't know where she was at for a minute there. Mm, <laughs> I thought she yeah. had snuck away and left because I'm like, where is she? 
And then I guess it's like a townhouse dwelling that she lives in. So, um, but it looks nice and cozy wherever she's living. It did. It yeah. looked very nice and well lived in. Yeah. yeah and I, she even she even tells Dog, yeah, I miss him too. And um, he'll come back. Oh, uh, I know it was kind of cute. I know. She, I know. And like she even slept in her clothes and, you know, just the way that she fell asleep. And when she was awoken by that rat, he like dog notified her. Yeah. That damn <laughs> so pesky rat. I know. <gasps> so creepy. What other thoughts did you have, Brooke, about this episode? Well, when she caught the rat. Or when she was making the trap for the rat, I thought, wow, that's really cool to sh- display uh, such a technique uh, and skill. I, I w- I've never been taught how to make a little trap um, like that before. And I was uncertain as to what she was going to do with the rat. Once she caught it, I was like, she's making soup. She's making a trap. What the heck? I don't understand. I hope I don't see what I want to unsee. <laughs> and yeah. cute little Ratatouille did not stay for long. So um, her breaking down that wall, I want to do that one day. <laughs> <laughs> I want to demo a wall in a way that it just looks like I'm ripping paper down. That must yeah. have been so fun for her to, to do that. Once in her life, on screen. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and to to have that that like emotion, and maybe she's letting go and reinventing. I imagine how much that how that would make you feel. I think there's facilities that you could go to to just break stuff, like as a as an event. Like you can. I, wow. I think we've seen it on. Um, like Bravo's uh, Real Housewives, one of those um, counties. Uh, I think one of we've seen that before. So I think it's a real thing that you could do to like re- like relieve your stress and tension. Yeah. So for her as 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 a character and even as a person, what an experience to just tear a wall down, and then to have, um. That feeling of letting go or whatever it is that she was doing. I think she was letting go. Yeah. How did you feel when she was doing that? Yeah, I just, I think she was letting it out, right? Because you just can't help but let it out when you're <laughs> demolishing something like that. I know. Uh, I th- yeah, I, yeah I, I really do think she was letting out all her frustrations and everything that she was feeling. And it just, she just didn't want to stop. Yeah. Plus that rat, that rat really was bugging her. So she Man. wanted to get to it too. Perfect little rat hole too in the wall (laughs) (laughs) yeah but man when dog went ballistic in the room i would have been so mad if to clean up all that mess tearing up all my stuff oh when i thought when he knocked over that soup i'm like no yeah the soup but i could see how the dog was running around crazy too it's like you know damn intruder this is my territory what are you doing get the rat Get the rat. <laughs> what, were you, what else did you notice in the episode? 
Well, you know, they've been talking about food being really scarce. And I was thinking that is really scary. You know, the whispers ruined all of their Alexandria, all their crops and everything. And so they have nothing. So it's hard. I can't even imagine not being able to eat. So they've, I've noticed Carol has mentioned it a couple of times how scarce food is. And I thought that's not a good place to be. Remember when Rick and the group were out on the road and they had to eat that dog? Mm. Oh, God, that was not good. But they were like starving. So yeah, because the walkers just demolished the whole livestock and yeah, the agriculture is awful. Yeah. But I like how it was narrated in the beginning of the episode, how every episode they're narrating. Yes. I love that. I hope they keep that up. That is so cool. Yeah. I, I Yeah, they did it for these six. I don't know if they'll keep doing it, but I like it because it helps frame the episode and knowing yeah. what people are thinking. So I think it's really great. Um, I also, uh, I, I didn't know this, but that, I didn't remember this, but that knife that Daryl had belonged to Leah. Leah gave it to Daryl. Daryl gave it to Carol to use. And then he gives it to her. Oh, yeah. He gave it to her. She gave it to him when he cut the ropes off of him. Right? Is that when she gave oh, it to him? Oh, I don't know when she, when Leah gave it to Daryl. I don't, I don't recall, but uh, I, I, I've come to know that that's what happened. So, but also I think on there... That knife might reflect something about Leah because Leah was in the military and there's a lot of rumblings in the background about military people. Just like we saw that guy in the woods, that sniper in the woods, it was military. And then uh, they came across, did Daryl come across somebody that was dressed in military outfit? I'm like, okay, they keep bringing this up and Leah was affiliated with military people. And then now we see the stormtroopers and i'm just wondering if all this is just little pieces for us to grasp together and try and put it together and figure it out i don't know so i just kind of wanted to bring that up because it's it's out there um i thought carol's stone soup story was funny to uh jerry even though he didn't really get the meaning of it at the time but i thought that was a interesting story that she told him um and oh when daryl was out there trying to fix his bike uh the car the car on top of him and how the walker was inside making the car lean one way and then lean the other way i thought oh my god he's gonna get smashed i really did i was scared for him underneath that car and then he has to, when he goes down that ravine, he has to fight with that other walker and it's getting close to him and he can't grab the, you know, the big knife to stab it. So it was, a, you know, some scary moments there for Daryl. Even though we know he'll be okay, I still get scared. I, I, I'm like, oh no, what's going to happen? I know. Yeah. And then Daryl at the end, uh, when he hesitates before he goes through the gate and he and he wants to say something to Carol, but he doesn't say it. I'm like, oh, come on, you guys. You guys are killing me. Uh, you know, it's like he just at least he gave her the knife, right? He gave her the knife. And and that was like kind of a little bit of a truce. So I was happy that he said, yeah, you keep it. So I feel like that was they're inching closer. So I was really happy to see that part of it. 
Yeah, that was really cute when he came home. They were so tired, both of them. What do you say? I'm going to go, uh, the way he said it, that he was going to go get some shut-eye or something like that. Uh-huh. And Dog left with him. But um, something that I point I wanted to point out was when she went to go get the herbs from the field and she had to kill all those walkers. Yeah. Whoa. And then to come back all with like bloody bucket and bloody herbs and stuff. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this lady's a wreck. <laughs> yeah. One of them says, what happened to you? And, these, and the other one's all, what happened uh-huh. to you? <laughs> yep. They were both a mess from what they had been through. So that was funny. Yeah, it was very cool. Uh, Well, one of my favorite episodes, honestly. Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, Brooke, tell me, I want to know, we are at the segment of Annual Award Goes To. So tell me, what was your favorite quote, character, or moment? Oh, I mean, for this to be one of my favorite episodes altogether... I want to go ahead and say that my favorite moment was the crossroads, the fork in the road. I loved that scene. I think it was just perfectly shot and it was a great uh, opening as well. So that was uh, an amazing sight to see. And I would love to venture out in those woods one day. (laughs) Yeah, you know, on The Talking Dead, they talked about that, and the uh, writer, I'm sorry, I might have it wrong if it was the writer or the director, yeah, they said that they really loved that. Um, I don't know if the writer was the director in this, I'm sorry, I can't recall, but they loved that finding that spot, they're like, ah, perfect, so um, yeah, it's great when something comes together like that, because I thought it was perfect, too. Yeah. Which reminds me of the Green Day song, Good Riddance, which I love. So uh, <laughs> with the fork in the road. So I love that. Cool. What was your favorite character quote or moment? Who would your award go to? I want to give it to Carol and Jerry's hug. I love that hug. The conversation, you know, that he came to check on her. And I just thought it was very, I, I loved it. And uh You know, Jerry keeps quoting Ezekiel to Carol, but at the end, when he checks on her and he can't think of what Ezekiel would say, Carol says, what would you say? And what would Jerry say? He gave her a great big hug, which was really perfect. It was what she needed so much. And I think with COVID and everything, I believe like that hug was like one of the first hugs for both of them also, right? So I think it was a genuine, really grateful hug, right? For two actors working together and also for Jerry and Carol to hug each other. So it was really, it was really kind of perfect. Super sweet. But it was sad. It just reminded me though, it was sad that Carol tells Jerry that what if Daryl has finally figured out what everyone else thinks about her, that she's broken. And I I just thought, oh, my God, that is so heartbreaking. I'm like, oh, she did need that hug from Jerry because for her to feel like that, it just, I hope it was a momentary thought and not something she really feels. Yeah. Aw, great one. 
Well, yeah, thank you. That ties up The Walking Dead for now. Brooke, tell me, are you watching anything currently? Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, We started watching The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, where you could stream it on Disney+. And I love this show. It is so good so far. I mean, we only watched the first episode. So tonight we're going to start our adventure and move on to the second episode, which I just think that it's so nice to see their personal life and what they're going through. And this, you know, Falcon has some family stuff that he's trying to support and take care of. And, um, also living in a society as pretty much a superhero. He's a celebrity. People know who he is. Um, and we see the after effects of the blip for their economy, um, which I thought was really interesting to, uh, involve, uh, true life, you know, like potential scenarios. Uh, what can happen if you just vanished for five years and then like were put back on earth out of nowhere <laughs> five years later? Um, Winter Soldier, uh, aka Bucky, him navigating life being a century year old man, um, and dating. <laughs> uh, and then also his struggles that he deals with as his remorse and sorrow for. Um, when he was basically a trained hypnotized assassin for, um, Hydro. And now he's in a society just trying to make it work as he's no longer able to harm anyone. <laughs> but he's mysterious and he's got like a machine arm. So how do you fit in? a world um, after going through all of that. So I'm really, really fascinated by this show and um, what's going to happen with <sighs> The Shield. Yeah. I have no idea. I love it. I know. I yeah. love this show, too. You're watching it. Yes. Loving it. Do you have any it. thoughts about this show? Yeah, I think we're on episode, is it just three I, you know what? I can't even remember, but I am watching it and, uh, it's been good. I love that it's on. I'm, I'm having so much fun watching it. I'm learning a lot more about the whole, uh, MCU because I feel like I didn't know so much. And I love that this is making me read so much more about into, you know, all the characters and, um, everybody in the comics. So I love that it's broad. I'm, I'm being broadened. I'm being I'm learning so much more about this whole universe. So I just love it. So it's been great. Oh, cool. Yeah. I hope more people are watching it too. Yeah. What else are you watching? Well, I had mentioned uh, previously that I'm watching Mayans MC, but I, I, I just those every episode people, every single episode, something really epic happens that just like you can't even believe some strange twist or something is just like Sons of Anarchy was. So it's the same thing for Mayans MC. So I just want to encourage people to watch that show. But I watched Minati 
I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, this is the movie with Stephen Yoon, who played Glenn on The Walking Dead. He's such an incredible actor. He is in this movie. This film is about a Korean-American family who moves to Arkansas, to an Arkansas farm in search of its own American dream. And so the father's, it's the father's dream, not the mother's dream, which causes a lot of friction. And they call on grandma, and she isn't a typical grandma. She's just very cool. She watches wrestling, and she's really a hoot. Um, so a lot of this movie is in subtitles, and I really love the characters. Every single character is so good. And I think there's a supporting actress nomination, best film, the director. It just has Oscar all over it. It's really well done. It's a beautiful movie. Um I'm so happy that Stephen is nominated, and uh, we'll talk about it more in our Oscar nominations podcast, but um, I just really wanted to bring it up, and ha- I'm hoping that people will tune in to watch it. Cool. I love it. I yeah. We watched it. I had a date night with my oldest son. Oh, did you watch it? Yeah, last week or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, yes. I'll, I will definitely look forward to bringing this up in Ooh, the Oscar we'll be episode. Com- Yes, we'll be talking about it so much more then. Yeah. Okay, that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in, and we hope something we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity, or inspiration. Please subscribe to our website and follow Screens in Focus and tell a friend. We would love more members of our TV club. If you could rate and review our podcast on Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast, we'd appreciate it. This will help other listeners find us. Yes, thank you so much. We'll also be uploading a new episode in a couple of weeks. The next show will be on the Oscar nominations, plus Fear the Walking Dead, and what we're watching. You can find our website listed in our show notes. We'll see you next time. Bye! Bye.